Well, hello, hello, hello. Welcome, welcome to Take a Shot with Amem Joy Emma. I am your girl, your host, Amem Joy Emma. Good evening, you guys. I hope that if you're listening to this at the beginning of the day, the middle of the day, or at the end of the day, that you are listening to this with some peace, some joy, some love. If you're not, I'm sending that your way right now, as always. Thank you so much for tuning in. I genuinely appreciate you. I appreciate the fact that you would spend any precious time of your day listening to this podcast. It means the entire world to me. So thank you, thank you, thank you so much. On today's episode, I am bringing to you another interview. Now, again, I want to emphasize that my hope with these interviews is that you are taking them and that you are let, realizing or, or letting them influence you and, and realizing that you can take a shot. That's that's the whole point of this podcast, you guys. The whole point is really to bring you some encouragement, for you to hear some encouragement that if you have that crazy idea, if you have that crazy dream that you want to do, but you just you just can't seem to get yourself to do it. Let I mean, let's be honest. Uh, in January, we all on January first, we all said. 2017 is going to be the best year of my life. I'm going to do great things this 2017. And then the months end up going by and we don't we don't end up doing what we said we're going to do. And now it's May. It's May. It's almost the middle of the year. And the thing that you said you were going to do, you haven't been doing or maybe you started and you you quit. And so my hope and my goal is that as you listen to these podcasts, that you're inspired, that you're pushed, that you're motivated to get up and get out there. And then also that you, uh, by these interviews, that you see that there are other people out there who are fearlessly taking that shot, who are fearlessly stepping out and doing um the very things that has been on their heart to do. And then I specifically want this to be an encouragement for those of you that, you know, don't have the support and encouragement from your family members and your friends that you need. Some people are blessed, you know, to have great support from all family members and friends. That's awesome. That's a miracle, honestly. That is a miracle. But not a lot of us have that. A lot of us, you know, especially people that are um, trailblazing, starting something really new, really fresh. Uh, the more that you start something uh, that is really, you know, new and fresh and people really haven't done or seen before, the, 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 what I've seen, now I have no stats to back this up, but just what I've seen through observation is it's very rare for people to come aboard that, even especially your closest friends and family. So what I find a lot is the road to following that dream, following that purpose is is hard. It's it's lonely and it can it can get really, really lonely. And you definitely need a place of encouragement, of support. And I hope that this is the place that you're finding, that you're listening to these interviews, you're li- listening to these episodes and you're it's just revitalizing you, re-energizing you to go ahead, take that shot and to know that you are not alone in doing what you're doing, that there are other people out there 
that are taking their shot, that there are other people out there that are going for their dreams and that you are not alone. You may feel like you're alone sometimes, but the truth is that you are not. That's my hope for you. So um, again, I have someone on today's episode who Again, I met while we were pursuing our master's degree together. And um, the crazy thing about it, I wouldn't have known that he was taking a shot while we were in, in our classes together trying to survive. I, I literally wouldn't have known that he was a um, pursuing music as a rap artist, T. Cook. Uh, I would not have known that he was pursuing music. But when uh, we got out of the classes and, and I and, you know, I went online and got to know him a little bit better, um, I saw, man, he was doing exactly what I'm doing and what the rest of us are doing out there, which is pursuing purpose, pursuing our dreams, and doing so really unapologetically. I mean, whether you agree with what he says or agree with what he does, it doesn't matter. He's going to stand in his truth. He's going to tell you what he uh, is saying. He's going to mean what he says uh, and, and really, really is really frank and unapologetic about it. And I really love that because I feel like we definitely need a lot more people to stand and to stand boldly in, in our truth and stand courageously and, and, and say what we mean and mean what we say and that's exactly what this uh, interview uh, is about with rap artist T. Cook so I'm really excited for you to hear it uh, I really feel like you will definitely get some gems uh, be inspired to take your shot be inspired to go after your dreams be inspired to uh, raise your level of excellence excellence because this uh, rap artist definitely does that so I'm not gonna further delay this I'm introducing to you rap artist extraordinaire t cook enjoy the interview Thank you so much for joining. Uh, thank you so much for joining me today. Um, really, really honored and humbled that you w- would join me for this interview. So thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm glad to be here. Uh, so it's funny because when uh, we first, first of all, we met, uh, as you know, of course, just but to let our listeners know that I am familiar with you. Uh, we met as grad students at ODU uh, while we were taking uh, lifespan digital communication. We were literally uh, trying to make it out alive, trying to make it through that whole situation. But it's funny because I would have never known that you were uh, artist and musician if you would have not said anything. Like you were really about your school stuff. Like you were very serious. Like you took you know classes very seriously, papers very seriously. Um, but what was interesting to me is that most artists don't usually they drop out of school and they decide to pursue music full time. They don't actually decide to pursue a degree, much less an advanced degree. And then, you know, all while still, you know, passionately pursuing a career in music. Why, why do this? Why, why not just stop at undergrad or just drop out? Why decide to go the advanced right, get an advanced degree while still passionately pursuing a career in music? Um, well, that's a good question. Um, honestly, my parents always instilled in me to, you know, shoot for the stars and 
education was instilled in me at a young age. Um, I, I didn't really have a, I say I never really had a choice when it came to college because they always told me early on, you're going to college, like straight up, straight up and down. So like once I did the first four years um, at OD, ODU for my undergrad, all my peers, um, like my closest friends, they all went on and got graduate assistantships that respected, um, uh, you know, colleges for their master's degree. And so I was like, well, I'm not about to be the only bum and just stop here with the undergrad degree. So I'm, I'm going to turn right. up too. So I, I think it's important. Um, just, you know, my I would attribute it to my parents and then my collective of friends because they, they, they pushed me to go ahead and, you know, get, get, get a degree, um, as far as my master's. So, um, yeah, like that's what I would attribute it to. But like I said, education was instilled in me at a young age. And so also, I mean, as I know I'm pursuing the music, but I also wanted to have a backup plan. Um, mm-hmm. Like what, what, if I don't make it in music, God forbid, at least I'll have something to fall back on and, you know, um, something that I can provide one day for my uh, family uh, with my, with my education. And so it, it's important to me as well. And, um, you know, I was talking to a few, a few people that, uh, that were older than me and they just told me, Yo, go ahead and do it while you're young because it's going to be harder once you get married and have kids to go mm-hmm. back and get your education. So while you don't mm-hmm. really have those things taking a toll on you, go ahead and just, 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 just knock it out. So right. those two years, those two years surprisingly went by very quickly, and I'm glad that you know I'm glad that I went ahead, went ahead and pursued it. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I don't, you know, I don't really hear most artists decide to do that. So I love that you are such a combination of both, especially as a as a rapper. I mean, the stereotype for a rapper is forget school, forget the education. I mean, some rappers will, will you know, encourage their fans to go to school for days and so then do that. I love that you actually walk, you know, walk your talk. That's amazing. That's awesome. Uh, but one thing that I thought was really crazy uh, while we were working on, you know, our thesis, our project, all of that, is that not only would you be working on your thesis and project, but you were a grad assistant. Uh, a lot of people don't know, don't know this about you. You were a grad assistant. You were president of a campus organization. And then secretly, I find this out months later, you were secretly working on a film, a title name drop that dropped, I believe it was December 2016 on Christmas Day. Um, and I literally was thinking, I was like, how in the world? Where does he get the stamp? Like, I was literally dying. <laughs> I mean, I have my personal issues, but I was dying. And I'm thinking, I'm over here dealing with personal stuff and, you know, school stuff. He's dealing with personal stuff, school stuff, career stuff. How did you make it through and juggle all of that? Like, how how, did, how were you able to do that during that time? I mean, I don't want to give the cliche answer, but I couldn't have did it with God. Like, my foundation mm-hmm. in God, that's also something that was instilled in, in me uh, at a young age as well. A lot of people don't know I, I grew up in a, in a Christian school from, mm-hmm. from kindergarten until about seventh grade. So mm-hmm. a lot of my foundations and principles uh, spiritually, um, I pulled from, you know, from that time that I was uh, going to private school. Um, mm-hmm. And so... That, that's been able to, you know, 
uh, keep me going just in my daily life and through all my, you know, my six and a half years of doing undergrad and doing my master's degree. Um, and so it, I'm not even going to lie. Like, I want to say maybe the first semester into my master's degree, it was very overwhelming getting to the end of the semester. And, you know, you have to write three 20-page papers. Yeah. And mm-hmm. it's one of those things. And you can you can attest to that. But um, it was just like, okay, have I written 60 pages of material in my life? <laughs> like, and y'all, and y'all want me to do this in, the, in, in a matter of weeks? Yeah, and, right, right. And so, you know, it was one of those things where I talked to my my father and he was just telling me, like, man, I believe in you. I believe that you can do it. And my family, they've always been a support system, even with, you know, me um, deciding to pursue music and pursue film and all my other endeavors. They've they've been steadfast and supporting me um, because they they really believe in me. And that's a blessing because, you know, a lot of Mm -hmm. people... Parentals, they don't, uh, they 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 don't support them, you know, doing yeah. music or doing yeah. anything that's extracurricular. But they've always, from an early age, when you know, I would maybe be like twelve, thirteen, I would be up one or two at night on the weekends writing rhymes that old rhymes that are old rhyme books that people would never hear. I don't even know where those rhyme books are at, but right. when I was just honing my craft and I thought I was the dopest rapper at that mm. time, you know, I was looking up mm. at to like Rome, little Romeo and little Bob. Oh. Like, you know, I, I wanted to do what I saw on, you know, on TV, but they yeah. could have shot my dream down at yeah. an early age. They, they, you know, they, but it was keeping me out of trouble. It was right. keeping me pro- proactive, keeping my mind turning. And so they just, they just embraced it. And I think just, I think I have a gift for writing in general, whether it's writing a 20 page paper, writing a oh, script, awesome. yeah. writing rhymes, you know, like mm-hmm. a lot of people, you have two different types of people. You have people who are more uh, well vast in mathematics, and then you have people who are on the more creative side, and they 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 they're into writing, they're into storytelling, and so mm-hmm. I think that's more of my my lane or whatever. But yeah, when it, when it came to pursuing my master's degree, it was important to me to separate the student from the artist. Like you said, mm-hmm. you didn't even know I did music. Mm-hmm. until a certain point. And, you know, I, I know the stereotypes of being a young black male, you know, in his 20s. Oh, you rap? Mm-hmm. Everybody rap. You feel mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And so, mm-hmm. so I didn't want to be typecasted. I wanted to be respected for my intelligence, uh, wow. respected for my mind, respected yeah. respected in, in, in that regard. And if y'all find, it wasn't a secret. I wasn't hiding. It's, it's public knowledge. You know, you right. can go to YouTube and, and pull right, it out. It's right, not a right, secret, right. But right. I just wanted people to, you know, just, just respect me in that regard. And so that's why I had to turn up and, and, and you know, be the president of an organizational society. I mean, uh, in a, at, a, on, at an organization on campus, be, you know, a graduate assistant and just get respected over there. And, right. you know, it was it was hard to do, but like I said, I give I give uh, all glory to God. Got you. Mm-hmm. Wow, that's awesome. I, that's that's really really awesome. And I literally I 
I honestly believe that your fans and people that look up to you now and in the future will be able to look at your journey and will be able to say, look, if T. Cook could do it, I, I can too. So I love that you're setting an example even now at such a young age and a black man now um, in your 20s. So I, I, I love that you do that. Thank you so much for doing that. Now, let's talk about this film. Uh, you talked about your family showing support, and that's definitely one of the things that I noticed during this film. But even uh, more than that was, I remember when you, you know, invited me. Thank you so much for inviting me. I genuinely enjoyed myself, by the way. But I remember uh, getting dressed, and I was like, oh, this is going to be a little slight film. So I'm, I'm going to be cute, but not, like, extra. And then mm. I remember, like, driving up to the event. And then, first of all, it was a, a really, really, like, professional, grandiose environment and I remember seeing some you know young ladies like walking into the event and they were like dressed down like deep face everything and I was like oh they're not going to that event they must not be nah so I'm like driving around trying to find a space to park I was like everybody's not here for this event there's no way and then I pulled up and I remember there was like a, a dude at standing in front, you know, uh, saying, you know, are you here for the event? I go to the event. I see red carpets, lights, a host. I mean, literally the work. And I was like, what in the world did I? I literally was shocked. Like I was like, I don't know if I want to like text T Cook and tell him like you didn't tell me it was gonna be like this. I know you said uh-huh. just go on, but you didn't tell me it was gonna be like this. Like oh my goodness, and and people were just decked out, and it was so, so 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 professionally done. And I was like really shocked, but I was like, man, for somebody our age that I know that I you know I'm associated with on some level to to do something in, in, at such a high level and it be done at such a quality level and then to go and actually watch the film and, and really be like oh this is not this isn't a game like this is real I mean what first of all what inspired you to even make the film like why make the film and then why why do it at such a high level again a lot of rappers don't do that a lot of rappers you know they'll, they'll like you said in your one hour um, long interview that we'll talk about a little later uh, a lot of rappers really settle for making those cheap videos maybe because that's all they can afford but you know they'll settle and, and, and not really strive for greatness like you do but at this event it, it was clear that your trademark is I'm going to strive for excellence in everything that I do why why are you pushing yourself this hard like what for um well let me just start by saying thank you for coming again I want to thank you again for coming and thank you for the, your kind words um in regards to uh the red carpet premiere um like i said um everything i do like i i, I just i can't settle for mediocrity and um it took us a, a full a full year to uh to complete the film. Um the reason why I did it was because at the time, um I wanna say in I wanna say around like November of twenty fifteen, song some songs started coming to me and um they were they were they were really different from anything that I had done until that point. Like my previous project, my Six Rings EP, it was fast paced, it was high energy, um, like you know, like your turn up type of records. And like for the first time, like 
I think I can attribute it to um, when we were taking, um, when I was doing my master's degree, I took a, a class on poetry. Um, mm-hmm. And like um, uh, Dr. B taught that class. And um, mm-hmm. we, we, we like, we wrote poetry and we meditated and did a whole bunch of different stuff in that class. And that mm-hmm. class kind of just helped me uh, just with my writing ability, it helped me open mm-hmm. up and just mm-hmm. be more honest. So, mm-hmm. um, I, you know, like these songs started coming to me about my life experiences and it was important for me to use women, um, as a music for the music. Right. Um, and so I just was like, I don't want to do the stereotypical release for this new music that I'm coming up with. I want to really turn up and do something that's innovative and do something that's outside of my comfort zone. And so I, I called my manager. Well, let me backtrack a little bit. One day I was at the crib and I felt like, I felt like God airdropped me this idea of mm-hmm. doing a short film. Um, mm-hmm. And I was like, God, like, how am I going to do this? Like, you know, I'm in school pursuing my master's degree. I got a bunch of things on my table. How am I going to do this? And so once it it was in, once he dropped it in my spirit, it was just like, well, if this is what God said do, I'm going to have to do it. Like, I'm not going to ask no questions. I'm going to be steadfast and I'm going to just, I'm going to trust them. And this, doing this film over the course of the year, a a total year, it brought me closer to God because there's a lot of things that I was just like, man, I'm in over my head. I I, I don't know how to do this. I've never done this. You know, I did an internship um, in the film department at Old Dominion. And so I have a, uh, uh, a little bit of a background in film, um, mm-hmm. took a few classes and stuff, and my emphasis was in film, um, with the lifespan and digital communication uh, master's degree. But it was just like, how am I going to do this? So thank God that I could, that I made connections with you know the guys over there in the film department. Um, they're they're just awesome at what they do at what they do, and I was just like, look. I need something that I can call my own. And so, you know, I was really inspired by uh, Push the Tease, a short film that he did. Um, mm-hmm. And I was inspired by Big Sean's short film that he did with Janae Aiko mm-hmm. for their 2088 project. And I'm like, well, they're not your traditionally trained actors. They didn't go to, you know, I'm right, sure right. they haven't taken a bunch of acting classes or whatever. So when I mm-hmm. when I look at them, I'm like, they can do it, and if they can act, that gave me the motivation. I'm like, well, I'm a, I'm gonna try my hand at it. Right, um, right. And so that's that's why I really wanted to do the film to roll out my music differently and just to try something different. Um, and you know, like I said, I, I haven't taken any acting classes or anything like that, but you can't be scared to step out on faith. You know, on. like if, if God, if God blesses it, can't nobody curse it. If he Listen. say go, I ain't worried about what nobody else say because Listen. this is what it is. Yeah. And so, so I just, you know, that's that's really why I did it. I'm I'm glad that I did it. But like I said, like I said in the hour long interview, it, it's 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 a it's becoming a domino effect now. I'm not saying I'm the first one 
to have a red carpet premiere in this area. I'm not saying I'm the first one to do a short film in this area, but I'm saying for local artists, independent artists, to just really turn up and do something to this magnitude, I see a domino effect not even four months after I released the independent film. Mm -hmm. I see a domino effect. So it's like, okay, I see other... I see other uh, rappers, they, they want to act now. I see other mm -hmm. rappers in their video, they doing skits and they doing acting now. So it's mm -hmm. just like, no, it's no knock. I'm glad. But like I said, right, right. I, like, I, I, I'm, I, like Tupac said, I might not be the, the one that changed the world, but I'm going to spark the brain that does it. Right. And so right, right. at the end of the day, I would love to get the credit, but at the end of the day, I feel like I'm the sacrificial man. Like, I put myself mm -hmm. out there to, to, I put myself out there, I scrape my knee up so that people that's coming behind me, they can learn from my mistakes and take it to another level. And I feel like that's mm -hmm. what people are doing, but just don't mm -hmm. forget where it started from and where mm -hmm. y'all got this from. Because mm -hmm. this ain't, this ain't regular regular. This ain't your everyday thing. Like you said, you attested to, you know, coming to the premiere and it was, it was the works from head to toe. So, mm -hmm. This ain't, you know, when stuff like this happens, where the news media at? Where Wavy TV mm -hmm. 10? Where Channel 13 News? This, where, where CNN at? Where, where y'all at? Because this is not your regular, regular, you know, event. It was sold out, you know, and it was just, you know, it was just something to, to remember that night. And mm -hmm. so I, we... It, it felt it felt good to me to you know sell, sell it out in my hometown like Newport News. I was born mm -hmm. in Newport News, mm -hmm. and so a lot of events happened in Norfolk or Virginia Beach. But the fact that I could sell it out in my backyard was just it, it meant that much more uh, that much more to me. But like I said, that's that's I know I'm going on a tangent. That's just how I answer questions, though. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, yeah, but, it's all right. But uh, but yeah, that's that's basically it for. Well, one thing that I that really said that um, I really highlighted was um, you talked about sparking the brain of others. You talked about, you know, your idea kind of being the driving force of the inspiration for others to be able to know that they can do it. And although, you know, you want them to credit where they got it from, where they got the inspiration from, I love that uh, the, a part of you is it wants to, you know, in, inspire other people to do things that, you know, they've never thought, you know, they could do before. Like you said, um, you weren't trained in this. This is not something, uh, first of all, a lot of people that are, again, your age, your, your peers doing what you're doing this. A lot of people aren't doing that. So I love that you are um, inspiring people. And that goes right in line with the reason why I created um, this whole podcast is because I definitely want to see people go ahead and take that shot and go ahead and step out and, and, and do things and not think, you know, especially um, millennials now with comparison with social media, um, there's this whole idea of, well, I don't, I'm not doing like that person or I'm not good like this person or that person, so I can't do it. I can't, I can't step out. I can't try it. And then I can't try it and, and, and do it in excellence uh, because of you know, whatever obstacles that they may be thinking that they're facing. So, you know, with your passion, with your, uh, with your desire for excellence, with all of that, can you speak to uh, the listener right now that has this grandiose idea to do, you know, what has been laid on their heart by God, to do uh, what has been in their heart for a long time, but just 
does it can't seem to go for it or isn't blessed to have the support that you have. Can you speak to that listener that has uh, that idea? And can you, uh, in your own words, advise them to take a shot like you did? Yeah. Um, well, what happens is um, a lot of times I keep my ideas to myself because mm-hmm. other people will try to put their apprehensions upon you. So mm-hmm. their fear, they'll try to push that on you. Mm-hmm. And then you get scared and then you end up not doing what you want to do. Right, so right. I keep a lot of my ideas in the tuck, in the chamber, because I know people going to look at me like I'm crazy. Like, what you mean you going to mm-hmm. do a short film and sell out and sell and sell mm-hmm. and sell it out? What you what, mm-hmm. what do you mean when you say this type of stuff? I know, you know, that it sounds it could sound like oh, he just popping his gums. He 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 just lip service. He, he not he not. It ain't going to be no actions behind his words. But that's why I keep my if you have a dream. I think J. Cole says, if they don't know your dreams, then they can't shoot them down. And that's actual. Yeah. So I keep my ideas on the top. And so to all the uh, creators out there who want to change the world, who don't want to settle for your, your, your typical nine to five, uh, and, 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 you know, don't want to work in a cubicle for the rest of their life. You know, that's, that's one of the reasons why, you know, this, this podcast, your podcast attracted me because, you know, you gotta, you gotta step out on faith. You gotta take a shot because, mm-hmm. you know, like they got to say on social media, shoot your shot. Like, mm-hmm. you know, shoot your shot. I, but, but you will never know if mm-hmm. you don't step out there and take that leap of faith. And so, you know, I just want to inspire people who are listening that like, Yo, you can do it. Like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you can really do it. Like, I didn't, I didn't think it was possible because I'm like, well, how am I going to raise the money? Like, how am I going to, how am I going to fund and back my dreams? I don't have an Uncle Phil. You know what I'm saying? Right, I'm, right. I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not Silver Spoon. You know what I'm saying? So how, how is this going to happen? And so, you know, like I said in the interview previous to this, I said, you know, we. We uh, put a post out, tried to get investors, tried to get backers. Um, but in order for me to keep my my idea under wraps, we strayed away from doing a GoFundMe because, first of all, I didn't see people put GoFundMe's up that say, yo, support me, I'm trying to get my doctor's degree. And they raised like $75. So it's, mm-hmm. so it's like people don't only support what they want to support. If you're not right. dying or you on, on on life support, then people don't want to see you winning out here. So I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to broadcast my ideas to the world for y'all to put y'all negativity on me. Right, you know what? Right, I'm going to save right. my coins up and and thank God for my manager that I've known since third grade, uh, Brian Haywood. He's been with me through this whole process. And and we just, you know, we just two young black men with a dream. He in, mm-hmm. he in school to get his master's degree right now. So mm-hmm. we, just, we just trying to change the world. We know it starts with the education, but we put our heads together and, you know, we wrote that script. We sat down mm-hmm. and we wrote that script. We sat down and we 
we we got on Instagram, we got on the mm. social media networks and cast it. You know, mm. we did the casting. Mm. Um, we 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 did the location scouting. We 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 did everything literally ourselves. We hired, we sat down with directors. A lot of them told us no, or gave us the runaround. Okay, we found a young man who wasn't scared to step out there on stage. Mm. You can't be scared to do something that you've never done before. Right, right. The greatest reward will be pulling off what you thought you couldn't accomplish in the first place. That's right. So yeah. It was like, it was very rewarding just to, you know, I, I got emotional that night because just to see the turnout, you know, when I when I first put the post out and said, yo, I'm doing a movie premiere, come out, support me. Like, people, they, they twiddled their thumbs when it came to buying them tickets at first. Because they didn't take me serious or whatever may have you. But then out of nowhere, tickets start flying every day. I mean, I don't know if it's because, you know, they say black people on CP time. I don't know what it was, <laughs> but I don't know what it was. But people started, as it got closer, people start buying. I'm, I'm not just talking about one or two tickets. I'm talking about three and four tickets at a time, five and six tickets at a time. So, I'm, so the tickets... This started going extremely quickly, uh, and, and it was one of those things where I was like, well, it sold out. And people thought that that was a marketing ploy. They thought that, oh, he just put it sold out up there to, to make his event look better. Man, we had people standing up at the premiere. It was really sold out. I thought they were right. call, you know, the fire marshal. It was really sold out. It ain't no... Yeah. Ain't no ain't no fibbing, as the old folks mm -hmm. say. But mm -hmm. uh, it's one of those things where... It's one of those things where, look, I'm here to make a difference, and you cannot be scared to step out on faith. I'm going to keep saying that and drilling it mm -hmm. into the people's heads because people need that that, that yeah. motivation. And I feel like that's what you're providing uh, your listeners, and that's what I want to provide people with that's doing music. That's, that's, you know, I didn't have a blueprint when it came to doing what I was trying to do, but yeah. I didn't let that hold me back. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. And so I just got, you just got to keep, you just got to keep moving forward. Don't let, don't let the haters get to you. Mm -hmm. That's real. That's real. I, I love that. I love, thank you so much. I, I really hope that a listener out there that it really is like on the brink, on the fence will be able to listen and hear your story and be able to, you know, say, you know what, if he could do it and he got that type of turnout, which is real, y'all, by the way, it's real. Like I was there. He's not, like you say, he's not seven. I was really out here shocked thinking to myself, first of all, I should have dressed more appropriately for this because I was over here thinking this is going to be something slight, but I really wanted it. So, um, thank you again for that. But, um, I want to, I want to, um, go back to you were talking about, uh, at first when people heard about this or you were tweeting this out, you were promoting the event that people were kind of, you know, you said in your words, they were putting their thumbs. They didn't, uh, support. And it takes me back to that hour uh, long sit down interview, which was phenomenal, by the way, um, where you were like frank and unapologetic about the things you said. And the one thing, you said a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Um, but one of the things that you said that stuck out to me was your really strong, strong, I don't even know if strong is the right word, but we're going to use that for right now. Strong disapproval for people that did not show you support. Um why? Why was this so important to you? Why? Why? Why was it 
so important that people that you knew and you loved and you cared about should just support, especially when in the beginning uh, of this interview, you talked about, you know, you praise your family members um, and people close to you that do, you know, show you support. Why was it important for people that, um, I, I believe in the interview, you talked about people in, uh, in middle school, high school that you know, pre- that you would know previously uh, not showing you support. Why is it important for them to show you support? Is your close family not enough? Talk, talk to me about that for a little bit. Well, I feel like family, they supposed to hold you down regardless. So, I mean, I, like, I thank God for their support, but mm-hmm. th- that's not I'm not, that's not the people that I've got to convince. You know, mm-hmm. like, if, 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 you know, like... <laughs> If a if a young man uh, gets gets locked up or something like that, and he on the news, his mama gonna be like, "My son ain't do that. That ain't my son." You feel what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I don't gotta convince my family to support mm-hmm. me. I don't have to mm-hmm. do that. I've been mm-hmm. blessed with a family that support me. What I'm here to do is really innovate and take things to another level. What I mean by that is. I feel like people uplift the wrong individuals. Mm. And I feel like I feel like if they uplift the right individuals, when those individuals get in a correct position of power and influence, they will bring up the the rest. They will bring up the rest. But what's happening is people are uplifting the wrong individuals and then they going on tour and then they forgetting about the people that's back on home back home. That's what's happening. You feel what I'm saying? Because if that was your man and that's your ride or die, then why you ain't on tour with him? You feel what I'm saying? So y'all uplifting the wrong people. And it's not about talent. It's not even about talent. It's about look, I'm a young black male 25 years old. I'll be 26 next month. I know that I'm at a position right now that I need the proper backing and infrastructure to really affect change. Meaning as in, look, me and my manager put up thousands of dollars behind that short film. We put thousands of dollars, not hundreds, not pennies, not coins, not nickels, thousands. So that being said, look, I know, you know, uh, Jay Z through title gave Pusha T a hundred thousand dollars to do his short film. Wow. So what I'm saying is, in order for me to really affect change, I need the higher ups and people right. who really looking at the culture like a right. Pusha T, like a Pharrell to say, guess what? I see this young brother. I see what he's trying to do. Yo, let's let's take a like your like your podcast. Let's take a shot on this young brother because mm-hmm. guess what? I feel like I, I believe in this young brother. When Kanye signed Big Sean outside of that radio station, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Big Sean, the Big Sean that we know today, but he's mm-hmm. seen something in him. I'm standing up right now with my hands raised in the air and saying, is anybody looking? Is right, anybody right. looking? Right, right, and right, what right, I'm right, doing? right. Are y'all going to keep trying to muzzle my creativity until I'm marginalized, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, out of my opportunity and out of my moment? I'm here to affect change. And I can't do that without, you know what I'm saying? I know I know when you when you moving forward and you're doing your thing, it's gonna be people that's hating. I'm not worried about them. I'm talking mm-hmm. about people who I grew up with, middle school, high school, college, mm-hmm. people that know me. They don't even they might not even be familiar with T Cook. They know Trey. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. <laughs> they know me on a personal level, and they couldn't Facebook my movie. They couldn't Instagram it or tweet it out. But when I see them in the streets, though, oh, what's up, Trey? Hey, yo, congrats on the movie. Oh, no, no, no. Matter of fact, it doesn't say congrats. That's what they'll say. But what, what are you congratulating <laughs> me on? Are you congratulating me on me getting my master's degree? Are you congratulating me on the premiere? Are, what are you congratulating right, me about? Right, because when right. I put it out, it, 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 with a cat caught your tongue when I put it out. Oh, oh, now, oh, now that I turned up, y'all weren't expecting me to turn up like that. And when right. I turned up, oh, it's congrats. So right. now it's just like, look, you know, I, I know what it is. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, that's who I'm talking to. I'm talking to the individuals like that. We two years away from our class, from my class reunion. I graduated in 2009. I'm two years away. So when I get there, don't don't give me. That's what. Don't give me my flowers when I'm gone. I want to smell them now. Mm. I want to smell flowers right now. Don't give them to me when I'm dead and gone and talk good about me when I'm off this earth. I need the props now. Mm. So that's what I'm here to do. So yeah, that's yeah, that's that's what I'm here to do. So that's that's how I can answer your question. That's in my ability. Wow, you are definitely unafraid and unapologetic in what you say, um, and I love that. But listen, so let's 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 do this. Uh, there are still, you know, like you talked about, there's still people out there that don't support regardless of if they do or if they don't. I really believe in the power of speaking things into existence. So let's talk about. Um, I'm going to ask you to speak some things into existence now, aside from your music. Speak into existence what you want to happen in your career moving forward, aside so that in spite of the people that don't support, uh, especially in spite of the people that don't support, when they see you down the line years later, uh, that they'll turn back to this and they'll say, he's okay, and, I, and there's record of it. And not only that, uh, and it's actually happening, we're seeing it actually happen. So I want you to speak into existence what you want to happen, especially in spite of those that uh, don't show you the support that you really want, in spite of those that don't give you your roses uh, while while you're here, don't give you the accolade, but will we'll praise you offline, but won't do it online. So uh, put, speak into existence, what do you want your career to uh, look like, let's say, five, ten years from now? Um, I want to do more more music, more music videos. I want to do more movies that make sense. I just mm-hmm. really feel like I have an eye, a, like a, a creative eye. Like, you can ask people I went to high school with. I had a T-shirt business in high school, designing T-shirts, me and my manager. Like, we've been doing creative stuff. Like, this mm-hmm. thing, and just like you were surprised and blown away about a premiere and how grandiose it was, everything I do, I got to go big or go home. Ain't no point mm-hmm. to halfway do nothing. That's not how I was raised. You go big right, right. or go home, you put your best foot forward. So I want to do everything that... The title artist encompasses because I refer to myself as an artist. I'm just not a rapper or, you know, I'm, I'm an artist, meaning I create art. And so I don't care if that's designing clothes. I don't care if that's toy design, merchandise, films, music videos, directing music videos, doing some acting, whatever it is. That's what I would like to be doing five to 10 years from now, using my creativity that God blessed me with to 
really make my mark on the world. Like, I feel like I can change the world. But when I say that, people look at me like I'm crazy, but I refer mm-hmm. to myself, I'm a young, I'm a young visionary. Because mm-hmm. without a vision, without a vision, the people perish. So you mm-hmm. gotta know where you're going. You feel what I'm saying? You gotta mm-hmm. have, you gotta have tunnel vision. And mm-hmm. so, you know, okay, y'all can tell I'm an educated young black brother, but that's not what right. I can do. So right, right, right. My my biggest thing is, look, people support. The same individuals that I'm talking about that didn't support me doing my first independent short film are the same individuals who supported me when I went and graduated from Old Dominion with my master's degree. So I put up a post. I put up a post in my cap and gown. Yo, I just finished my master's. 200 likes. You know what I'm saying? Okay. On Facebook, you know, congrats, Trey. Congrats, congrats. But then these Mm -hmm. same individuals can't even extend their hand to tell me congratulations when I do what I went to school to to do in the first to study in the first place. Right. I, right. I ain't go to I ain't go to school to twiddle my thumbs. I was there. Right. I was in them books. You see me in them classes how I turned up. So guess yeah. what? I need y'all to just I think it's a misconception where people who's going to say, oh, yo, he just going on a rant about people don't support him. No, don't get it twisted. I couldn't have sold out the premiere, you know what I'm saying, if I mm-hmm. didn't have support. So mm-hmm. I get support, but it's like I can do so much more if people really rally behind me. I promise I'm not going to let y'all down. I'm just, mm-hmm. I'm not going to let y'all down. I just really need, you know, the people who aren't, uh, you know, hip to T-Cook or they aren't sold, you know, I would advise them to go watch that hour interview. That's my heart on my sleeve. I'm the type of person mm-hmm. I put my heart on my sleeve. I, I and you know, I don't apologize for what I say because I know what I'm saying when I say it. Mm. So I don't apologize for it. It's up between you. It's between you and God how you take it. Mm-hmm. But I'm gonna say what I'm gonna say. <laughs> I'm going to say what I'm going to say, because guess what? I'm not, I, I don't have a sponsorship with Nike or D right, or, right. or, or, or Apple. So I ain't worried about losing no contract. I ain't worried about losing no endorsements, because guess what? I'm independent right now. Not to say that I wouldn't like them to cut a check, but what I'm saying is I'm not worried about, you know, oh, what's going to happen if, 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 if I turn up too much. No, I'm not worried mm-hmm. about that. If I can't be myself as a young black 25 year old male right now at this moment, mm-hmm. I'm never going to be my true self. So mm-hmm. that's just how I feel. Mm. Wow. Okay. All right. Well, I can't wait to see all you become and do all you know these great things. I really can't wait to see that. So, um, let's talk about. Um, First of all, I know Kanye West is a great inspiration of yours. Talking uh, when I you would have a conversation while we were in school, you definitely cited Kanye West as somebody that's a great inspiration of yours. And also, during this hour um, long interview, I heard sound a lot, and even even earlier in this interview, I hear you talking about God. I hear you giving the glory to God. I I, I hear that. And um, I literally was reminded uh, when you were saying all this in the interview and in this interview, I was reminded of Kanye West as a specific line. Um, 
from Jesus Walks, uh, the sake of anything except for Jesus, gun, sex, lives, videotape. But if I talk about God, my records will get played. Um, and, you know, we, we know from that line, he's definitely, from Jesus Walks, definitely, he was talking about, you know, giving glory to God um, and, and, and all of that. But in this day and age, this does not seem to be the case. In fact, um, from Kendrick Lamar, who, by the way, side note, if he doesn't get the best album of the year at this Grammy Awards for this year, I am boycotting the Grammy Awards. <laughs> I just want to say that. I just want to put that on record because it is the best <laughs> effort today. But from Kendrick to Chance to Big Sean and even yourself, uh, you, you guys are bold and unapologetic in saying, you know what, I'm going to fight. No, this is the reason. I'm going to give God the glory for this. Where I mean, Jesus Walks was all about Kanye saying, look, I can talk about anything else but God. That's ridiculous. So I'm going to do just that. I'm going to do what I want. So I, I, I want to, I guess, ask your opinion, first of all, overall about the artists, different artists, these uh, rappers coming out and, and being bold on their faith. I want, I want to hear your thoughts on that. And then I want to hear your thoughts on you stepping out and you uh, boldly, you know, talking about including your faith. Have you always been this way? So there's a twofold uh, question that I want you to answer. So first, let's start with your thoughts about rappers now, Kendrick Lamar, Big Sean, Chance Rapper, all of all of them um, being bold in their faith now. I want to hear your thoughts about that. Do you have any thoughts about that? Or, or is this, to me, this is, you know, fairly new, but to you, is it? Or, or do you disagree? Um, I love I love the fact that Chance, Kanye, Kendrick, all these these rappers are talking about God in their music. I love it because it gives me something that I can relate to. Like I feel like a lot of people they get to a certain fear in the music industry or whatever it is, and they just get too big for their britches and they just and they forget where they come from. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's like a lot of y'all y'all can sit up here in front of y'all want. A lot of y'all was raised in the church. You feel yeah. what I'm saying? So so when you get in the industry, don't act like you know what I'm saying, God didn't bless you with the talent that you got right now. It's up to you how you use it, but just know where it comes from. So right. you know, my music hasn't necessarily uh expounded upon you know, my relationship with God. But like I said in that interview, my music might not reflect that I'm woke because mm-hmm. my music is supposed to take you away, even if it's for three minutes or whatever the song length is. It's supposed mm-hmm. to take you away from your daily stresses. But I'm woke in real life. Meaning, mm-hmm. if you sit down with me and you have a conversation with me, you can tell, you know what I'm saying, I'll be 100% honest with you about my relationship with God. My faith, you know what I'm saying, my foundation is based in, you know, I grew up in in Christian school. I grew up in the church. And I feel like that's kind of where I got some of my musical influences from because, you know, I look up to, like, Kurt Franklin, um, one of my my favorite artists. Um, When I was, like, two or three years old, I was leading the kids' choir. You know, I was leading the kids' choir. So it's like music. It's nothing new to me. It's just a form of expression that I chose to, you know, tap into. But these song ideas and these bars and these concepts, they're coming from God. 
they're they're not coming from anywhere else. He's giving me the ability to express myself. So I'm always gonna pay homage. I'm always gonna pay homage and and let y'all know where it come from because artists get to a certain level and they act like they really got the juice like that. Guess right. what? Right. You you just a straw. You ain't mm-hmm. got the juice. You just a straw. And mm-hmm. and and you know what I'm saying? And you lucky if if it comes through. You feel what I'm saying? If the juice comes through. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm just trying to tap into the source is what I'm right. saying. When you tap into right. the source, you know, you're the the sky's the limit when you tap into the source. But if you're not tapped into the creator, where creativity comes from, then how are you going to call yourself an artist or a creator? You feel what right. I'm saying? So I'm just, I'm, I'm just happy that these artists are keeping it real with themselves and other people and letting, and letting people know, oh, no, nah, no, nah, I rock with God. That's the side I'm on or whatever. And so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy about that. Mm. Well, well, Thank you. Um, I, I definitely love that you, especially when you said um, most artists, most rappers, uh, they grow up in church, but, you know, when they get to a certain level, it's, you know, it's like, where, you know, what about God? Where's the, where's the giving the glory? And so I love that you do that. And, you know, I hope that as you continue to move forward and do all the things that you love to do, that you will continue to uh, realize where your gifts and your talents come from. Uh, by the way, uh, I, I literally, as you were talking, I thought about, I don't know, for some reason, I thought about Grammys. Uh, I, I'm really curious. Do you watch? I've never heard you say that in our conversations. I've never heard you say, uh, talk about Grammys or a desire to win a Grammy. Do you want to win a Grammy? Uh, and if you do, what categories? Um, that's a great question. Um, well, no, not to the Grammys, but I think that their system is flawed. The voting system, I feel mm-hmm. like they get. They get they get a lot of things right. Like they gave Chance three Grammys this year, and he deserved all three of them. Mm-hmm. But as far as like an example, like the Beyonce and Adele situation, anytime oh, Adele gosh. gets up there and she basically says like I don't deserve this award, this should right, right. belong to Beyonce. The Grammys know they messed up, and so right. if y'all gonna continue to mess up like that, and if y'all don't change y'all voting system or whatever needs to be done to really pinpoint artists who are affecting the culture because I feel Mm -hmm. like it's a disconnect. So if Mm y'all gonna keep being disconnected, like this is not new about people protesting the Grammys. Will Smith and them years ago, you know, public enemy Will Smith, they boycotted Mm -hmm. the Grammys because they've right. been off, they've been out of touch. So they right. don't do a reform of this system. Right. No, I don't want to win a Grammy. You know mm. what I'm saying? Because if y'all not going, if y'all not going, if y'all not going to make change and really, you know what I'm saying, thank God that, you know, they have shown some progress, some progression, you know, they're changing some of the rules where, you know, SoundCloud artists can be nominated for Grammys now, thanks mm-hmm. to Chance the Rapper. And mm-hmm. shout out Chance because he's really breaking down barriers. So they have shown a progressive, you know, uh, tone in that regard. But any, it's just like, yo, y'all got to get stuff right. And so, mm-hmm. and so they know if I, if they invite me to the Grammys, they better sit me in the back. Because if they don't, guess what? I'm on. I'm walking on that stage, and I'm gonna let them know. Oh no, this ain't right. You feel them? This ain't right. And so it's right. just like, yo, y'all can sit up here and lie. No, not to Adele. She's an, a great, 
you know, outstanding artist. But right. for that for for that for that award when she was up there crying, Beyonce should have had that. And you know, mm-hmm. she definitely should have had that. And real artists know what's up. And so if the Grammys don't change their voting system and don't get with the program, no, I don't want to win a a, a a Grammy. I'd rather win a BET award with my folks in them. You feel what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, like I go to the BET award, rack up the BET awards and rack up Soul Train awards. I think people mm-hmm. put too much accreditation to the man in their awards. And a lot, and this is what I don't like. The Grammys is about ratings. So they put the most famous artists, nine times out of 10, they'll be black, i.e. a Kanye, a Rihanna. They'll put them all over the commercials, then have these artists sit in the audience and not give them their respective rewards and snub them every single year. And I'm just, I'm not here for the games. If y'all gonna do that to me, I'd rather not even come. I feel like our people need to put more emphasis on, you know, uh, the Soul Train Awards. Uh, mm-hmm. the, the, you know, our black award shows, yo, support them. Mm-hmm. Like, support them. Don't worry about what the man say. I mean, I, I right. understand that it's a certain prestige that goes with a granny, but if they're not going to get with the program, then they can miss me with it, straight up, to be honest. And I'd rather win a BET award, a Soul Train award, or any a hip, a BET hip-hop award, anything like that, because that would mean more to me because those are my people. I'm being acknowledged by my people for my creativity. And so that means more to me, honestly. Wow. Well, we we are almost at the end of this interview. Again, I want to say thank you, T. Cook, for taking time out of your day um, to be interviewed by me. I've really enjoyed this interview and enjoyed your different perspectives. Now, I'm going to end this interview with asking you two more questions. The first being, describe T. Cook in three words. Uh, um, that's a hard question. Um... Uh, God fearing. Okay. Visionary. Okay. Um. Uh. Unapologetic. Mm, okay. 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 Well, that definitely sounds like you. So. Uh, I love that you all that. But um. Again, thank you so much for uh, this interview. I really appreciate it. Um, now, uh, we didn't really get to talk about your music, and hopefully you'll be back on here to, and we'll really get to delve into your music and your creation your uh, creation project, your, how you create and all of that. We didn't get to do that this time, but hopefully the next time, the part two, uh, we'll get to talk about that a little bit. But I do want listeners to know where they can get a taste uh, of your uh, your whole project. I mean, we'll play some of that during this uh, episode, but um, I want listeners to know where they, can they find your film? Where can they find um, your uh, the music, your music? Where can they find you know your videos, your music videos? And where can they find you online? So give, give us your information. All right, on, t- on Twitter, it's uh, The Cookbook. Um, at the cookbook on Instagram is T Cook Official. Um, the name drop short film is on YouTube. Um, you can find all my music on SoundCloud. Um, dot com slash 
Hero Dice Flow, P A I R O D I C E F L O W. Um, and that's where you can find that's my that's my group page. You can find um all the music up there. Um I think that's pretty much it. Um don't be afraid to reach out to me on, on uh social media and keep up what I'm go what uh what I got going on. And I think that's pretty much it. Well, again, thank you so much, Tika, and I'm going to make sure to link all that information in the show notes of this episode. Thank you again, Tika. I really appreciate you, and I will talk to you hopefully in part two of this. All right. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, I, I, I feel like this is a great platform for artists and anybody that, you know, wants to take a shot, as you would say. Um, so like I said, uh, I'm very appreciative for the opportunity. And I will talk to you soon. Thank you so much. Do it for the love. Still need them pickles, though. They always looking at me funny. Asking what it's hitting for. Say I'm headed to the money. I don't know where else to go. Y'all can keep on hating, dog. I'ma just stick with the dough. You know I need it all. Royalties and residual. I got that monopoly money. I got that monopoly money. cook for that incredible incredible interview i definitely definitely enjoy chatting with you and i hope that you guys uh definitely enjoyed that interview and i hope that you took some gems some notes some some takeaways let me know what your takeaways are i would love 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 to hear them again i'm on social media at mm joy emma find me on twitter facebook instagram and snapchat heavily on twitter right now but again i'm on all those other social media outlets as well if you just want to pop in and say hello I will definitely say hello and give you a follow back as well again thank you so much for listening also uh, check out my website amemjoemma.com I've written some articles on there and then also get to know me a little bit better if you want to get to know me a little bit better um, go on there and you will find a little more information about me and you'll be able to contact me on there through the contact page and if you have any questions any thoughts anything that you want to share anonymously please feel free to do so on my website. Again, thank you again for listening. I genuinely appreciate that you would spend any time of your day listening to this podcast. I genuinely appreciate you. Thank you for taking a shot with me and I will talk to you on the next episode. Bye-bye.